0: Welcome to the Finding Life and Culture podcast, where we discover themes and culture that bring out the life God puts inside of us. Welcome to episode one of the Finding Life in Culture podcast. If you would like to know more about what I see for this podcast, you can check out episode zero where I talk through uh, some of what we're going to do here. But for right now, it's me, myself, and I and a microphone. We're going to be talking about um, items of culture, art of culture, mainly movies, but could be books, could be songs. And this is episode one and we are going to start where the Marvel Cinematic Universe started as well. Iron Man. Um, If you have not seen Iron Man, you need to go see it. If you have not seen it, we'll talk through some of the spoilers of Iron Man as well because it's been a few years since it's come out. So you've had your chance. So. Basis of Iron Man is genius, inventor, playboy, Tony Stark. He finds himself in a fight for his life due to his own weapons that are in the wrong hands. In his transformation, he realizes the enemy is closer than he ever thought, and his transformation is more difficult than what he ever bargained for. But in the end, he is Iron Man. We are going to talk through uh, three big things, starting with number Three. three big things that uh, in this movie we see, uh, or I see, really ties into um, the deeper parts of our life and why we kind of gravitate to these sorts of movies. Number three, outside strength isn't the same as inside strength. Tony Stark, that outside strength gets a lot of attention. He has all the money. He has all the smarts. He invents all the things. He has the pedigree. He has the history with his father. He has the money. He has the women. He has everything. I mean, he's even bored with the awards that he is getting. But when it comes to integrity, the integrity is the joining of the outside to the inside. What we portray on the outside is the same as who we are on the inside. And when, we, when we're lacking integrity, when we're not the same on the outside as, 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 as what we need to be on the inside, something big's got to happen. Something really big has got to happen to be able to get our attention and show that our, that our inner strength, our inner life isn't anything close to what we're portraying on the outside. And so for us, um, it might be run-of-the-mill stuff. I mean, maybe it's just a, a simple illness, uh, something off kilter that doesn't quite go right. I mean, it could be a little bit bigger of of a of a of a marital issue or a family member getting severe sickness or death. But for Tony Stark, it can't be just run-of-the-mill stuff. It can't be normal life sort of stuff, right? It's got to be his um, military escorts being bombed and he being taken as hostage uh, by terrorists and put in an Afghan cave in order to recreate his own missiles in the middle of this cave. And he comes face face, face to face with his mortality, but also face to face with what he claims brings peace. That the fact that his weapons in the wrong hands do not bring peace, that brings a greater conflict and a greater destruction to the world around him. Something big happened to get his attention, to show him that what's going on on the inside is nothing like the show that he has on the outside. But also when, we, when we're when we in this situation where the outside is, is, is a big show and the inside is bankrupt. We've got to have someone to point it out. Someone has to point it out, but it's got to be the right someone. At first, the right someone pointed it, or, or the wrong someone pointed it out for Tony Stark. The reporter Christine Everhart came out to him, wanted to wanted to confront him about his whipple uh, about his weapons, his missiles. When you combine weapons and missiles, you get whipple, uh, which really probably isn't uh, that good of a word. But Tony Stark wasn't interested in it. He wasn't interested for a variety of reasons, one of which of her being another notch in his belt, but of, uh, of other reasons of her being uh Ivy League grad, being a reporter, and just another reporter that just wants to um, cause him problems with the fact that he gets rich off of missiles. But the one that got to him, The other one that got to him, the one that was the right person, was Jensen, the other hostage in the cave. First of all, he had a a, a genius about him that, to his own admission, didn't reach Tony Stark level, but it was good enough that it made Tony Stark listen. But also, it was what was going on inside of Jensen. It It was a life inside of him that Tony Stark kind of paid attention to. And you can see this through some of their dialogue. Yensen, as as Tony Stark was getting his bearings about the cave and looking around the cave and realizing it was his weapons that these terrorists had, Yensen tells him, what you just saw is your legacy, your weapons in the hands of these murderers. And as Yensen and Stark was getting to know each other and Stark was asking him about his family and that Yensen longed, and was going to go see his family when he got out of the cave, which later we found out exactly what that meant. Ensign asked Stark back about his family. He's, Stark said he didn't have any. and Ensign tells him, a man who has everything and nothing. That's what it comes down to. The life being a show on the outside in order to make up and hide what's going on on the inside, see? For Tony Stark, it had to be something big for him to realize that. We love to see stories of life transformation. We love to see stories of, of, of people being broken over what is going on on the inside to bring that transformation about. We kind of put ourselves in those shoes and we think about the times that we've been transformed and think about the times that we've gone through or what we would do in that same situation Chances are, not make an Iron Man suit. So big item number three, big thing number two, actually, big thing number two. Sacrifice of the innocent solidifies the breaking. Jensen ends up, as they were escaping the cave, and the Iron Man, the Iron Man concept was working. He was going to get out. Jensen gave up his life to free Stark. He gave up his life to give to give Stark enough time, to give the computers enough time to upload whatever the data was, was needed to be to, 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 to make Iron Man Iron Man. Jensen gave up his life to be able to give him enough time. As Stark was exiting the cave and found Jensen dying, he's trying to get him out. And what about being reunited with your family? We find out that was Jensen's plan his family died when he was taken as a hostage and that he was looking forward to becoming coming back in uh in in, in to his family and Stark says thank you for saving me and Jensen just simply tells Stark do don't waste your life Stark see it's something to be broken. And it's something to start the transformation. But see, the sacrifice of the innocent solidifies the breaking. See, they never come back to it in the movie. And maybe maybe it would have been a, uh, something good in the plot to be able to come back to this sometime. But you know that if, if this was real life, that a, that a person that goes through this and escapes because somebody else gave up their life Don't waste your life, right? You would continue to hear that ringing in your mind throughout your life. Don't waste this opportunity that this other person has given you. When we go through these breaking experiences, the sacrifice of the innocent, man, it helps solidify that breaking. Another thing that helps continue the transformation is the desert moments. Stark went through a desert moment. If, If the cave moments weren't enough, he found himself nearly dying in the desert and we see this throughout history That these desert moments as as people go through transformation these these desert moments are what continues the transformation see the breaking moment it could just be emotional i mean we've all had that if you if you uh, we've all had these moments of, of, of if you give me out of this god i will we've all had those moments but that could just be an emotional moment. The desert is what continues the transformation. The desert is what 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 brings that transformation deep into our life. A moment of brokenness doesn't lead to transformation. It's the desert that transforms our life into a life of brokenness. I mean, this is this is this this characterized Stark's life from here on out, leading us to big thing number 1 repentance is total annihilation of the past we see this immediately as he's coming out of the cave he could have he could have tried to leave his weapons in order alone in order to maybe come back and get them but he completely destroys them he completely destroys them to break him free from from being a hostage but i think it's also metaphorical of breaking him free from the hostage that is that is that is that is uh, the 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 slavery that is keeping him hostage on the inside that he's hostage to his own ideas of what these weapons do for the world and he destroys these weapons that i mean he could have come back and gotten when he comes back you know the first press conference right makes everybody scared for the second press conference the first press conference he he announces the sudden and complete change in business model for him it wasn't sudden and uh, it wasn't as sudden as it was for everybody else because he had had three months to to consider this in the desert to 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 to, to think through all of what he's going what what he's going to do when he gets back to his business But see, this is what repentance is. Repentance isn't just simply feeling sorry. It simply isn't saying you're sorry. It simply isn't going, oh, I've made a mistake. Repentance is a complete change of desires and actions. That's what we see in Stark. He completely, 180 degree changes about his weapons, no matter what the consequences are. You know, a conversation between him and him and Obadiah right after the press conference. How many how many points is our is our stock going to go down? Right, forty points at at minimum. Right, if we're lucky. Doesn't matter the consequences. But the thing is, is what Stark finds out is what we also find out that there will be fights to get rid of the old life because it keeps popping up. His old life, it didn't just go away. It kept popping up. It kept coming back. He had to keep defeating it. It He had to keep getting rid of it. But also, even bigger than that, his enemy was a whole lot closer than he ever thought. His right-hand man, his father's right-hand man, Obadiah, he was the evil mastermind behind everything, selling these weapons, to the terrorists, but even Obadiah see, sees this transformation. He notices this transformation even though he hates it. In that critical moment with Pepper Potts in, the, in Stark's office when Pepper Potts was getting the evidence that Obadiah was behind the plot, I, Obadiah says to Pepper, I was so happy when Tony came home, but he never really did come home. He left a part of himself in that cave. And see that's what we love about our own life, and that's what we love about seeing these these movies and this this playing out on the screen is that those times where we want transformation and those times where we want brokenness we we know our past life has to stay behind in order for this transformation to occur on the inside for our lives to have integrity, and that's we what we love to see. So, that's the three things I get from Iron Man. If you've got some other things that you get from Iron Man, you can leave comments. Uh, find us on Facebook, Finding Life 19, um, Instagram, also Finding Life 19, FindingLife.me is where you will find us online. All of this is a work in progress, and so I am trying to figure out how to best put this all online. But um, we love, coming back to Iron Man, we love to see stories of transformation. We love the idea of being Tony Stark (laughs) pre-Iron Man. And we love the idea of being able to make ourselves into Iron Man. We like also that transformation, it isn't just cut and dry. Tony Stark isn't a Boy Scout after he transforms, but there is undeniable 180 degree transformation. It is a fight, it's a struggle, and it's a fight and it's a struggle with enemies a whole lot closer than we ever think. Thank you for listening to the Finding Life in Culture podcast. Like, rate, review, all in, um, all on iTunes. Also, subscribe to this in the podcast um, player of your choice. And we will be back soon with another item of culture. Another, n- another piece of art from our culture, maybe old, maybe new, in order for us to discover the life that God has put inside of us that comes out in these items of culture. Talk to you real soon.